Hello, 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 and welcome to Conversations with Ball Girl. I am your host, Lorraine Williams with BallGirlInc.com, your redefining beauty consultant. And I am so excited. If you notice my words are like, it's because I have a special guest today. Her name is Coach Lena Wilson. I'm super excited. She's a transformation coach, but she has so much going on, and I can't wait for her to start talking. So Thank you for coming, Coach Lena. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I am absolutely delighted to have this conversation with you today. Oh, well, I again, I'm just so grateful to have you. I've been kind of watching you from the sidebar. <laughs> kind of like, ooh, I want her on my show. I want her on my show. Oh, <laughs> recording I told you that I saw this quote of yours and I was like ah, pump the brakes we're going a different direction and um, I I'm going to read you your quote and then I just need you to kind of um, help my audience well before we even do that because I'm all in a rush to get to the quote <laughs> back up slow down tell them a little bit about yourself so that they kind of get an idea of what they're in for Okay, absolutely. So hello, everyone. I am Lena Wilson from lenawilson.com. And as Lorraine said, I am a transformation life coach. I am an author and I'm a speaker. And I really work with faith-driven women who really want to upgrade their mindset. They want to heal from within and overcome rejection so that they can create and pursue fearlessly authentic lives. And so I know that's that's kind of a lot, but that's really what I am passionate about. And so there are so many layers to that, but really I think the focus of what I love to do is helping women heal from within so that they can gain the courage and the confidence to really become all that God has created them to be. Amazing. And this here quote that you gave, <laughs> Tell you, I was like, ah, okay. So what is the quote that has me all? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you said, the wound is probably not your fault, but healing is your responsibility. So here we are in 2020. 2020, not our fault. But all the repercussions of the things that came with 2020, we are feeling them. We are feeling the pain. We are feeling the hurt. We are feeling rejected in some cases. And so I want you to help us out. Help us out with this quote, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, so here's where, um, and a lot of this really evolved through my own journey because when we are wounded, and I know the wounds can be, you know, deep as something that happened in our childhood to, you know, teen life to adult life. And sometimes when we're wounded, we have justification to be angry, right? We have this justification to be bitter and to want an apology. And yeah. the thing about a wound is a lot of times it's really not our fault but no one can do the work for us to help us heal and move forward. And unfortunately what happened, and you talked about 2020. So 2020 is one of, you know, this year, we've been forced to almost be still. And sometimes in that stillness, you start to uncover that there are some things inside of you that you have buried. In some yeah. cases we have 
we've intentionally suppressed them, right? Because yeah. the other thing that I often say is that sometimes the journey to healing is sometimes more painful than the wound itself. Yeah. And so it's convenient and more comfortable for us to suppress that pain rather than deal with it. But when we are still and we have to deal with ourselves, mm. we realize, right? We realize on the inside, man, there are some wounds there. The thing about it, even if it's not your fault, no one can help you heal. No one can do that hard work for you. You have to be a willing participant in your own rescue to healing <sighs> those wounds. Yeah. yeah. yeah? That's really where the essence of that quote comes from. It's, it's realizing, look, th this is not my fault, whether it's something that happened in your childhood. For me, my wound was really after my divorce. I was just devastated. Mm -hmm. It was like the deepest form of rejection I had ever experienced. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like the work that I do is tied to rejection because oftentimes we're rejected, we bury it, and then we realize later on when something else triggers it, right? So there's that trigger, we realize, man, I never even dealt with that wound from way back <laughs> Here's the new trigger in full force, and the trigger takes you right back to the root of where the wound originated, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So we can't move forward until we accept responsibility for our own healing regardless of whether it was your fault or not you are in control of your life and doing the work to heal so that you can truly move forward in freedom goodness gracious <laughs> <laughs> it's like you were reading my mind and all of a sudden like so this you're right this time has caused us to take a look at ourselves and now i thought that I did a good job of self-evaluating myself every year on my birthday, you know, what I did right, what I didn't do right. Mm. Dealing with all my junk. I try with the podcast to be very, because I'm usually very closed. So I found out. And so now this is my way of opening up, you know, and yeah. what I found this year was that girl, you, <laughs> you didn't deal with a lot of, <laughs> I did not deal with a lot of things and things came up, like you said, it was like, I was right back at that moment. And I thought that I had healed from certain things and I had not. And exactly what you said, it was up to me to do it. I couldn't wait for all the other parties to get involved, to be like, okay, we're going to help you to heal. It was my responsibility. So I kind of want you to talk about how we take ownership. Like it's so easy to focus on that thing as opposed to, okay, it happened. Now let's move on. How do we, what are some practical steps we can do to move from that place of pain? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, first of all, the first thing is identifying that there's still a wound there. And here's the thing about healing. Healing is a journey. It's a process. And sometimes we assume because we did a little bit of work and we feel a little bit better that we're good. Yeah. But then we find out that there are layers that we have to deal with, right? Why we often have triggers and the triggers remind us that look there's still and that's really the work of a trigger to remind you there's still work that needs to be done so i think the first thing is understanding that healing is a journey and it's a process and with that said you have to give yourself grace throughout the process yeah. it's not credit the work that you did before because you did some work and so you give yourself grace for that yeah. but then you acknowledge look there's still work to be done that's the first 
first thing. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes what's really important too is we deal with the issue that's at hand just enough so that we can move forward, but we that's never good. take time to really uncover the root of this issue. That's so good. like call it resurrecting the root because when you pull it by the root you don't allow it the opportunity to continue to grow in other areas mm -hmm. of your life mm -hmm. and sometimes what we do is we just deal with what's on the surface right now so you know we can we can get through this and move forward mm -hmm. but then we don't do the hard work to really resurrect the root so mm -hmm. i always use myself as an example when i got divorced i shared that you know rejection was at its truest form right i was devastated but it took me right back to the age of 12 when my parents told me that i was adopted mm -hmm. right it took me right back to those emotions of feeling man i wasn't good enough i'm not worthy wow. Mm -hmm. And so until I really dealt with that particular issue, which was at the age of 12, I really couldn't adequately do the work to heal later on in my 30s. Mm -hmm. And so acknowledging is the first step, but then really getting to the root if possible, because sometimes you can't always identify the root, but, but you always want to ask yourself, when did I start feeling this way? Yeah. Who told me that I wasn't worthy? Where did this label come from that I feel like I'm not enough or, you know, rejection is a symbol that, you know, I'm not good enough as the other woman beside mm -hmm. me, right? Yeah. Yeah, so acknowledging that, getting to the root of it, and then it's making a decision and making a choice that I need to do the work to heal. And I will tell you, as you probably know, I always say wounds are different, right? Some wounds need Band-Aids, some wounds need stitches, and some wounds need deep down surgery, yes. right? <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> you have to really figure out where is this wound in your life, right? Is this yeah. a wound? where look, I need to get some help. I need counseling, I need coaching, mm -hmm. I need therapy, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A lot of days where there's this taboo around getting therapy, look, you need a therapist, right? Because Amen. you have so much unresolved trauma. Yeah, know? yeah. And we have, we've kind of made it this sexy thing that, hey, if I just bury my trauma and look like I'm good on the outside, all is well, right? We, we have these masks that we put on mm -hmm. are, you know, looking beautiful on the outside, but we're deeply hurting on the inside. Yeah. And that yeah. serves no one, right? Yeah. It's yeah. no one. So I think it's also realizing, look, what level of support do I need to help me heal, right? To yeah. start this journey and having the right community of whether it's friends, mentors, or people that you trust yeah. to help. Because sometimes when you try to heal and upgrade your life, not everybody <laughs> can handle going on the journey with you, yeah. right? Yeah. They start to, you know, call it like, oh, you think you're better than me now, or you know, you're 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 talking this language that I no longer understand. Mm -hmm. So the right community is yeah. really essential um, to your healing, I would say. Mm -hmm. And be unapologetic about that, right? Be unapologetic about the fact that you have some wounds. We all have some wounds, baggage, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. but, the, but it's finding the courage to really do the work to say, you know what? I want to live a life where I'm not bound by the things that have held me back for so long. Yeah, yeah. Because those wounds show up in how we show up, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You can put a mask on for everyone else, but you have to live with yourself, right? You wake up and you go to sleep. Say that again. 
can't hide from yourself. And, That's right. You know, the mask is, is just a temporary fix, but what good does it serve if you're totally broken and wounded on the inside? So it's Absolutely. really having courage to say that I value my life and the purpose on my life enough to do the work so that I can be the best version of who God has called me to be. Mm, that's so good because <laughs> we, we don't, we often aren't honest with ourselves about what we want, what we need. And I think it has to do with what you kind of ended with. We don't know who we are, so we don't know what we need to survive, to live, because we have everything we need inside of us. But if you you are, you don't know how to bring it forth. You don't know how to. So how do we get to the point where we, as believers, we know that. But there are people who are on my podcast who aren't believers. And so, I, you know, I'm always telling them, go and be great. Greatness resides on the inside of you. And they're always like, well, how do I get it out? You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's, like you said, life is a journey. And it's a journey figuring out. I We never arrive. We're always finding different parts of ourselves. They are always evolving. But until we do this healing work, it's almost a stop. There's like this block that we can never get past until we deal with whatever that hurt is. And let's kind of talk about that because it does hinder us from moving forward in everything, in everything in life. It's, it's a blockage. Yeah, I think really important is and it boils down to that courage again. And it's the courage to own your story. Because some of us, unfortunately, our stories are really rooted and buried in a lot of guilt and shame. Yeah. And it's yeah. shame attached to that story that prevents us from really wanting to deal with the story or whatever mm -hmm. the truth is. Mm -hmm. And so shame wants to keep us isolated. Shame wants to keep us, you know, in this place that makes us feel like we're not worthy, we're not good enough. And so for me, when I got divorced, there was so much shame attached to that, that I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't even want to mm -hmm. tell people because mm -hmm. number one, like my marriage had failed. So I internalized that failure, right? But for me, part of my freedom came when I really owned my truth. And what I say is, you know, a moment a chapter in your story is not the entirety of your yes, life. Yes, Just a yes. chapter in your story. A mm -hmm. broken heart or a broken moment may be part of your story, but it's not the end of your story. Yeah. And so you have to own the truth of your life, whatever that looks like. Sometimes it's a little ugly. Mm -hmm. I can raise my hand on that one, yeah, right? Absolutely. Several <laughs> chapters. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? It's, it's not always going to look pretty, but when you own that, and you realize that that doesn't define your future, right? Because mm -hmm. so often we use those moments and we, we use it as a measure to define who we are. It, mm -hmm. it doesn't define who you are. It's something that happened to you, mm -hmm. something yeah. that happened in your life, but it's not who you are and it's not where you're going, right? Absolutely. So there's a mindset shift that has to happen in how you view that situation, right? Mm -hmm. You have to really your mindset and really understand that that moment was just a temporary event in my life, but I'm making the decision that it's not going to define my life. And I think when you really start changing how you see that and you realize it's not your fault, right. but you own the fact that this is my truth and it's my responsibility to move forward, then it starts to build this inner courage where you understand that my freedom is attached to this place, mm. right? releasing this place. 
Um, the, the other thing I, I shared is that <laughs> we get stuck in the past sometimes because the guilt and the shame always leads us back to what if. Yeah. We all spend time like, especially when we're, if we're someone that um, we've made some mistakes and we have a hard time forgiving ourselves, right? So that's the other piece of the journey is forgiveness, whether it's forgiving other people or forgiving yourself, that's yes. part of releasing the past. You can't yes. release the past sometimes unless you give yourself permission to forgive yourself and forgive other people. Mm -hmm. But when we in this place of what ifs, we never deal with what is. We're yeah. always in the past right? Dealing with the what ifs and mm -hmm. not the what is. Well, the what is is your reality and you need to accept that and embrace that so that you can move forward. Yes, I totally agree. It's so yeah. funny that you, <laughs> I talk about my journey in my book a little bit about accepting yeah. what was happening right now. You know, losing my hair was traumatic. We're Black women and uh, hair is so important in our community. And so, shame i felt shame because like i'm a black woman i have no hair how do i fit in do i you know what happens like what i had no point of reference and yeah. so i kept looking at the what ifs what if people don't accept me for who i am what if they can't see past this my husband was starting a ministry the first lady is bald what what if they <laughs> you know yeah. school what if they got made fun of and i had to be honest with myself i needed to deal with it and so once I did, once I dealt with it and realized that my freedom was attached to it, it did build so much confidence. I tell people, I can't even explain what happens when I accepted who I was. It's something accepting of who you are. We focus on everything but what we're not supposed to. The Bible's clear about focusing on these things. You know what I mean? Like, think on these things. And when we think on the things that he has us to think on, it just life so much better. I know he created me this way. It was no surprise to him that I would be bald. So he spent a little bit more time on my head. You know what I mean? Shock yeah. to me, but no shock to him. And I, you know, I, I purchased your, cause I, I am a thinker. Like I, I, <laughs> I have this, my imagination is still as crazy as when I was five. Right. So, uh -huh. I, so I can imagine a lot of things and you know, life is happening. I'm like, Oh God, what if this, and I have to remind myself to think on the things he tells me to think of, but I also need a little bit of help sometime. And what I noticed mm -hmm. you, um, <laughs> you had the 31 days of declaration and affirmation guy. And it was good for me because yeah, it's something I know, but it also was a guide. It was helpful because it's a lot happening. And sometimes you just need a little help. You know what I mean? To get you on. And so I found it to be for the last few days to be very helpful because oh, I thank you. <laughs> yeah, well, so thank it just put me back in line. So let's how do we stay in line? Like we need to fix our focus on what matters. Absolutely. So a couple of things I want to say is that you are one of the most gorgeous bald women I've ever oh, seen. Thank so you. <laughs> beautiful and amazing. Uh and so um, and your book is absolutely amazing as well. I'm not quite done, but I'm halfway through and I'm enjoying it. So, um, so part of how we remain focused is kind of what you just talked about, right? Affirmations. Affirmations are really powerful tools. And our brains are really naturally set to default to the negative. Mm -hmm. And so we're always having to retrain our brain in the way that we want it to think naturally, right? Mm -hmm. And in order 
retrain our brains, we have to constantly feed it the things that we want it to think. And yeah. so I, you know, I think sometimes people underestimate the value of affirmations because they, they're like, well, I did this for 30 days and nothing happened, nothing shifted. But affirmations are only as powerful as, as often as you repeat them, much as you believe them. So yeah. you have some people who repeat them, but they don't believe them when they say that yeah. I, am, yeah. I am beautiful and I am amazing. And then you have those who, who believe them, but then they don't repeat them enough so that you're retraining your brain. And so yeah. I like as an essential tool to help us retrain our brain and keep our brain in that line of thinking so that even when those negative thoughts come because they'll always come right oh. <laughs> in the media we're always like you know trying not to compare ourselves to other people and what they're doing mm -hmm. right another huge piece you know when you're healing you know, you have to really guard your mind and your heart. And unfortunately, in the age of social media, we're always looking at what other people are doing. And that causes us to feel inadequate with what we're doing or yeah. where we are. And so that's where you have to guard your mind and guard your heart. And part of doing that is through affirmations. And of course, really always filling your mind with what I call self-love, right? These love yeah. notes yourself right to remind yourself of how amazing how you are i talked a little bit about community but i think this is a good place to insert community again because we always hear that some of right the five people that you're closest with really help you to see who you yeah. are yeah. And so you've got to surround yourself with people that will continue to help see the greatness in you and then continue to help you manifest that greatness is yeah. that and so sometimes when you're doing the work to heal or you're doing the work to upgrade your life, your old circle can no longer provide the same level of support that you need in order to move to the next level. Yes. And yes. let me tell you, Lorraine, that for me has been one of the toughest lessons because I want everybody to go with me, right? Yes. I want to bring all my friends, I want to bring my community with me to this next level. But then you realize that, first of all, not everybody is willing to do the work in order to upgrade yes. their life. Mm -hmm. Some people love to stay in that victim mentality. Mm -hmm. you'll, never grow, you'll never grow, you'll never evolve if mm -hmm. you continue to remain a victim, right? Yes. That's, mm -hmm. that's where owning your story really becomes critical in order to shift from being that victim to be a victor by really owning your story. Yeah. Um, Having those people around you that truly believe in you, and even though they may not always understand everything as it relates to your journey, mm -hmm. they understand that you're on a journey to something greater, and they're, they're there to support you, encourage you, and, and help you along. Yeah. So I, I think that's important. Um, and if you're someone where, look, you fall into the trap of comparison, then I tell people, you need to stop following certain people on social media, right? <laughs> to her page you start to feel less than you need yes. to start following her right Simple. <laughs> That's the whole thing. and so you have to also know yourself you talked about knowing who you are knowing who you are in christ but even if you don't know who you are in christ you've got to know who you are and when those triggers come you have to know what those triggers look like so yeah yourself in positions where you're going to be triggered right which is why you you block the person that that mm -hmm. is not right yeah yeah those are some of the practical things that it that we have to do sometimes in order to maintain that place of having the right mindset and mm -hmm. guarding 
hearts and guarding, guarding our minds. Um, and not being ashamed to say, I am in therapy, right? We talked about the yes. <laughs> so much taboo that's still around that, you know? And I think the pandemic has really helped us to have more dialogue around the importance of mental health. Yeah. yeah. Um, but sometimes when you start going into those deep places of trauma, it's too much. It's too much. And you need a therapist yes. who's qualified to walk you through those places and not just walk you through, but to help you come out on the other side so you could truly move forward with a different level of confidence and a different level of freedom in your life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I totally agree with that, especially the part about comparison because of, you know, social media, everybody's comparing everybody to everybody. And first of all, they're painting a picture they want you to see. And no telling the whole story on there, whether it's all good or all bad, you're not going to know. And for good reason, <laughs> you're not going to know. Um, and I always tell people, you're right about the people closest to you. When you're evolving and changing, you need people that can support that process and that journey. And sometimes you come to the end of the journey <laughs> with people. And I always say, you know, people are valuable, so we don't just cut them off, but, you know, we go with the goers and we pray for everybody else, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That is my way of kind of dealing with it. But I want, I, I probably could talk to you all day long. I, I, I'm almost certain that we can. We've been waiting a long time to do so. Um, I want to make sure... <laughs> <laughs> well, in my brain, like in my brain, I'm like, I'm going to have her. I'm going <laughs> to have her on the show. I've been wanting this for so long. It's going to happen. So I, I definitely want to make sure um, that we get all of your information so that people can reach out to you because you have some amazing resources available so people can, um, you know, learn from you. So let them know how they can reach you. Yeah, so I, my website, of course, is lenawilson.com, and that's really where I house all of my resources, but I think what's really helpful, you talked about the 31-day um, guide, self-affirmation declaration guide. It's my newest tool, and I really just wanted to, wanted to make it affordable for anyone who just needed a helpful tool. The affirmations were all uh, created by me based on my journey and the journey of others, so they're not these standard affirmations for the most part. They're really, really scripted affirmations that are based on an actual journey that you that you would have with your um, really discovering and rediscovering, you know, loving on yourself. Mm -hmm. um, I do have a book that's called Broken Heart Still Shine. It is a book where I am extremely vulnerable um, as it relates to my journey and really doing the work to uh, overcome rejection. Um, you know, my marriage was really one of those uh, moments in my life that really, um, really broke me. And I had to rediscover who I was. I had to rebuild my life almost from scratch while being a new mom to a 10 month old. Mm. And that book is really, um, it's my first, uh, I would say, place of being vulnerable. That's the other part of the healing journey is being vulnerable, right? Yeah, yeah. You always want those parts that we don't want other people to see because once again it's the shame it's the guilt but what I do want to share about that book is each one of us we have a powerful story to tell um, and it's once again it's not about comparing our stories but your story could be the survival guide for someone else absolutely and so 
for those who might be listening, I want to encourage you to share your story, whatever your story might be. I know it's hard sometimes to be vulnerable, but in that vulnerable place, you're opening the doors to freedom for someone else. And you're also giving someone permission. Um, and it, and, and your story could be someone's, um, someone's guide to not giving up. Right. Um, because it, one of the things I, I really, don't like is women who suffer in silence because we feel like we feel like we're all alone. No one understands. No one else is going through what we're going through. And you realize when you share your story, there's so many others that have something in common with you. Yeah, so, yeah. But I digress. So share your stories. Uh, no, you that's good because <laughs> that we're supposed to share our testimony. That's how we overcome it. We, it exactly. We help other people. So yeah. Exactly. So, um, so there's the affirmation guide. There's the book, Broken Heart Still Shine. There's some other tools under the product section. Um, 2021, I'm going to have some amazing new products coming out. So I'm really excited. But you can find me on social media under Coach Lena Wilson. I'm pretty much on Facebook and Instagram. A little bit on Twitter, not so much. But I but I'm certainly have a presence there. I have a private Facebook book group where I do a lot of work and that's that group is also called broken heart still shine and so if you're someone where you're really struggling with getting through a difficult time in your life and you need to be around a community of women from all over the world who are on this journey to healing transforming and evolving it's it's an amazing group and um, I show up live in that group on a weekly basis to to really help my community grow and become yeah, your uh, your Instagram and your Facebook, your social media pages are very uplifting. Like when I see your page, I know I'm going to be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it always allows me to like take a deep breath. <laughs> yeah. Journey. Um, my page was called Passion to Encourage. It's at the end of the day, that's really the heart and soul of who I am. I love to encourage others. You really are. And I mean, like, this is our first time really having a conversation. We know some very, you know, we have some, we've in the same circle, yeah. but we've never really had a conversation. And I've always felt like this is what you would be. So bright. Oh. That's been one of your favorite. Every time I see you, so I'm like, she's so refreshing. Like, <laughs> Thank you so much. I, I truly Appreciate love to be tight, so thank you. You're very welcome. I, I can't thank you enough for being on. I hope you'll come back again. So of more work. course. I just felt like at the end of 2020, people are carrying so much baggage, and this was a perfect opportunity to bring you on, to help them to get past it, because 2021 is not going to be any different unless we do different things. So I'm hoping <laughs> that into uh, some of your resources that they will touch bases with you because you do a lot of things guys y'all need to check her out um, <laughs> um, but I think that it would be great to have you in their arsenal as they go on their journey to heal so thank you so much again for coming on guys um, you don't want to not tap in to coach Wilson okay tap in. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm absolutely delighted to have this conversation and I look forward to here again soon. <laughs> absolutely. So we're going to wrap up, but I just thank you guys for checking in again today. As you know, I always tell you at the end of every, every episode to go and be great because greatness resides on the inside of you. Until next time. Bye-bye.